Hey team, welcome back to the NBA Genius Show, where we give you all the information you need to be successful betting on the NBA. We have our three game slate for you tonight, so let's get into it and make some money. Now, you're going to have to forgive me tonight. This is a bit of a rushed podcast, and I haven't done much writing, so this is going to be a bit ad hoc and, and off the cuff, so... I hope it's all right. If not, just let me know. And if it ever comes up again, I might just not do a podcast and just post my picks up on the social media accounts and the website. All right, so our first game of the night here, we have our head-to-head pick of the night, which is the Detroit Pistons at the Atlanta Hawks. Starting with the Detroit Pistons, they are 5-5 five and five this season and 4-6 and six against the spread. They currently have an offensive rating of 105.16, which is 27th in the NBA and a defensive rating of 108.88, which is 18th. Luke Kennard is still missing for them with injury. Onto the Atlanta Hawks. They are 3-8 and eight this season and 4-7 and seven against the spread. They have an offensive rating of 100.91, which is 30th, and a defensive rating of 112.98, which is 25th. They will be without Kevin Herdo, John Collins, and Justin Anderson, who are still missing with injury. So I'm really not sure what to make of the Pistons this season. As I've mentioned earlier, they're really up and down. Like Blake Griffin has been amazing and playing at an all-star level and should certainly be will be an all-star in the least. Drummond is, is really good as well, pulling down lots of boards, scoring fairly efficiently. He has his, some nights where he decides he wants to become an outside shooter or mid, mid-range shooter rather than just working on the boards and getting offensive points. The Pistons are really good when they have their full team there. If they can have Reggie Jackson running the point and they also have Reggie Bullock out there who can space the floor for them, they are actually a pretty decent team. However, one or two injuries and this team is just decimated and they can't win a game to save themselves. On to the Hawks. The Hawks are still growing this season. I actually quite like what I've seen from them at times. They actually take a good range of shots, they're not too two point centric. They take a good side of three pointers and try to get to the rim where possible. The biggest issue is their turnovers, which is pretty explainable considering the youth in the team and Trey Young, who's still a rookie point guard, and very few guards come to the league and figure it out straight away. So what he's done so far has been really impressive. I actually really like what he brings on the playmaking side. As I said the other night, he is really underrated as a playmaker. Many thought that he would be the Steph Curry outside bomber you know, step back threes. But he's actually running running the offense really well and his passing ability is fantastic with both hands. Uh, for the rest of the team, they do have some nice pieces there. Torian Prince is will be a really solid rotation player in the league, I think. He's got the ability to outside shooting, he defends really well, and he's getting better off the dribble and at the rim. Uh, besides that, though, they're really missing a, a power forward. I think John Collins' injury has really hurt this team. So when he gets back, hopefully we'll, we can see a bit more improvement and actually see what they have in some of the young guys. For this game, we think the Pistons are going to be far too good. They should take the money line here at $1.50 and easily cover the 4.5 point spread, even though they're on the road. Their team is still reasonably healthy, and to be honest, it's really hard to pick the Hawks in any of these games, just given how young their team is. For the over-under in this game, we like the under at 224. Both teams struck pretty good offensively, or defensively, sorry, for where they for their standing, and have been really struggling offensively. The Pistons are 27th, and the Hawks are 30th in offense, so you don't expect a whole lot of points, and 224 is, is still quite a lot. 
So yeah, we like we like the underplay there. Moving on to our next game of the night, we have our pick of the day here, which is with the Indiana Pacers on the road in Miami. We'll start with the Pacers fundamentals. They are seven and five to start the season and five and seven against the spread. They currently have an offensive rating of 110.03, which is 12th, and a defensive rating of 106.43, which is 7th. They do not currently have any injuries or absences at this stage, which is good for them. On to Miami, they are 5-5 five five to start the season and 5-5 five five against the spread. They have an offensive rating of 108.28, which is 16th, and a defensive rating of 107.86, which is 10th. Goran Dragic, Derek Jones Jr., Dwayne Wade, James Johnson, and Dion Waiters are out for this team. All right, so the Pacers have actually been really good this season, as many expected them to be. Some thought that there might have been a bit of a mirage last season with considering how they really exceeded expectations, but they have taken that into this season as well. Victor Oladipo just keeps going from strength to strength, and I heard some talk that he might be one of the best guards in the East, and thinking about it, I can't think of many better out there right now. When you consider when the likes of John Wall and Bradley Beal have been playing this season, and the lack the lack of talent there is in the East, he might, he's right up there, especially with his clutch shooting and the ability to carry the team. But it's not just all in him. The rest of the team is playing really well. They just have good, solid NBA players and a defensive scheme that they're executing really well. Nate McMillan, when he got this head coaching job, I wasn't a big fan of. I don't really like what he'd done previously in his career. But what he's done with the Pacers here has been really impressive, and I've really liked what I've seen from them this season. They have just a good balance across. Miles Turner, while he's not quite developing into the defensive stopper and three-point shooter we'd hope he'd be, he's still a nice player and gives them something. And surprisingly, Sabonis off the bench might actually be better than Turner at this stage. With his, He moves his feet really well on defense, and he does have the ability at the outside shot. But his footwork and passing in the post is just magnificent and gives this, really gives this team a nice punch off the bench there. So on to Miami, they, uh, they're really hard to get a gauge on this season. They're very up and down. A lot of it is due to their injuries. They've constantly been having to tinker with their lineup with people missing and battling little niggling injuries, and they just haven't been able to get a flow and a, a rhythm going this season. Uh, some positives, though. I've actually liked what I've seen from Whiteside. I haven't been a huge fan of his over the last couple of seasons, considering... He just seems a bit of a dinosaur in this modern NBA with his slow-moving feet and inability to shoot from the outside. But what he does do, he does do really well. He blocks shots at an incredible rate. I think he got five in the first half in their last game. And he does finish well around the rim. The rest of the team, though, they're just really struggling to find scoring. They don't have that go-to scorer and their scoring really struggles when Dragic and Wade are both out. So for this game, we think the pacing should be far too good here. Um, getting the win on the road, you know, especially if, Gor- if Dragic is missing, this team is really going to struggle for scoring, and the way the paces defend is just going to make it even harder on them. So we have the winning here with the money line at $2, and also have them covering the three point, or the one and a half point spread, though, as our pick of the day. For the over-under, we don't currently have a line on this one. I think they're still waiting on injuries. So if we get an update on that before I finish, I will, I'll have a look at you. I would say it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. So if you go anything under 220, you'd probably be pretty safe. 
So our final game of the, of the night, we have our over-under pick of the day with the Philadelphia 76ers hosting the Charlotte Hornets at home. So we'll start with the Hornets' fundamentals. They are 6-5 and five this season and 7-4 and four against the spread. They currently have an offensive rating of 116.07, which is fourth, and a defensive rating of 109.48, which is 15th. They don't currently have any injuries or absences to worry about at this stage. Onto the Sixers, they are 7-5 and five to start the season and 5-7 and seven against the spread. They have an offensive rating of 106.68, which is 22nd, and a defensive rating of 106.62, which is 8th. They will be without Mike Muscala, Jared Bayless, and Zaire Smith, who are all missing with injury. So we'll start with the Sixers here. Uh, they have been winning a lot in their last game, but I'm just really not sold on what this team has been doing. They're really struggling offensively, and if not for the brilliance of Joel Embiid, they would be in real trouble this season. Embiid has just been a beast on both ends of the floor. He's really disrupting shots on the defensive end and moving his well, feet well on the perimeter guarding guys. On the offensive end, he's he's not taking as many outside shots as he did last season. He's really committed to working in the post, and he's just overpowering guys and getting opposing big men in foul trouble early. Well, Ben Simmons has been good. He just hasn't shown any improvement in his second full season that we'd like to see. You know, he's apparently been working on his outside shooting all through the offseason and works on it every day at practice, but he's still refusing to take any shots outside the paint. And the shots he is taking within the paint are still not dropping for him. He's still not shooting at a, at a high rate that you would hope for someone who is that limited offensively. You can't go past how well he's playing defense and his passing ability. Those are just at an elite level and really make up for the fact that his shooting is struggling. The Hornets have actually been pretty good this season. If you look at their offensive rating, they have a top five offense, which they haven't had in a long time. I think getting rid of Dwight Howard and finally playing some of their young stars, they're really starting to come together as a team. They finally made the move to take uh, MKG out of the starting lineup and have him coming off the bench in power forward and even in the centre position at times when Hernan Gomez doesn't have a great matchup. Um, I would actually like to see more from the Stars. I think Miles Bridges and Malik Monk have been really good and they have a nice couple of young pieces there that they can pair next to Kemba Walker in the future if they choose to keep him. For the remainder of this season, though, they just need to keep trying to improve night to night. They certainly have the potential to be a top five seed in the East, given how weak the conference is. However, this team just doesn't feel like a good playoff team, and if they're in the West, they probably struggle to get out of the first round. So for the matchup here, we do think the Sixers just have that slight talent edge here, and it will be too good at home. We do like it to be a close one, though, and have the Hornets covering the five-and-a-half-point spread. For our, Because this is our over-under pick of the day, we like the under here at 225 and a half. Now, Philly's offense has been really poor this season. They're far below average at 106 points per 100 possessions. And while the Hornets' offense has been good at fourth, the Philadelphia defense is one of their strengths, and they won't have it as easy as they have in previous matches. Also, the Hornets' shooting might be a little unsustainable. The likes of Kemba Walker and some of their other guys are making making some tough outside shots that you just can't bank on on a night-to-night basis. So we think that might start to come back to Earth shortly and that you 